0: welcome on in everybody i hope you are ready we have a lot to break down bethany frankel has finally revealed the third part of her interview with rachel raquel rocky rocky bang bang levis and we're gonna break it all down i have steel and shooter from the bra bros and we have lots of thoughts you're listening to hashtag no filter with zach peter that's me your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's that's your chronic state. That's what (laughs) he was
1: saying.
0: Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars, I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. All right, I hope you are ready, Freddie. We're going to break down part three of Bethany Frankel's interview with Rachel Raquel Rocky, Rocky, Bang, Bang, Levis. And Steel and Shooter from the Brav Bros are here to help me do so. So please help me welcome Steel and Shooter.
2: Welcome on in. Welcome
0: on in. What's up, guys? Break, my bad. <laughs> yeah, good job. Good job, Steel. we going to start us <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have part three, uh, which I'll briefly recap for everybody, and then we'll dive into it. Because um, I know Steele, I know you're fired up. I was getting a, a flood of text messages with all of. Well, Steele, to be frank, got a flood of text messages from me the other day, and then he finally listened to part three, and I got a flood of text messages from him. But basically, we open up with Bethany. She talks about how Andy made this like flippant comment that she reads out of context about Rachel being on medication, which To be clear, Andy made this statement in response to being asked how Rachel could be so calm at the reunion. He said she must have been on medication because she was so emotionless. Rachel then goes into talking about how it violates her HIPAA rights, which I don't believe is true. I don't think she understands how HIPAA works. I don't even think she knows how to spell HIPAA. But Bethany says that an employer should never be the one to put that information out there, even though Andy didn't put it out there. He didn't say she was on medication. He didn't say she's being medicated for this specific issue um he speculated also Andy Cohen is not Rachel's employer. Andy Cohen was contracted to host the Vanderpump Rules reunion. Andy Cohen is not a producer on Vanderpump Rules, so technically he's not uh, her boss. He's a producer on the Real Housewives franchise and he's a host of Watch What Happens Live, but he does not work for Bravo specifically anymore outside of being a host for Watch What Happens Live. He has no contra- uh, creative control over Vanderpump Rules. So technically he's no less of an employee. By Vanderpump Rules than Raquel is by being contracted to to host the reunion. Rachel says her HIPAA laws were violated again when it got leaked that she was in mental treatment. So this bitch doesn't know what a HIPAA violation actually is. I don't believe that's a HIPAA violation either. Someone just gave her a buzzword and she's making big accusations again. Three parts. Let's go. She then addresses the rumor that she was not that she was at a spa and not at a rehab. She says that her cast members fed into that lie in the press, which is also not true because I believe Tom Sandoval did an interview with TMZ where he very clearly came out to defend her. I feel like Bethany would know all of this if she actually did her research. Rachel says that she found out, she found this info out and then told her team to dispute the narrative, which is confusing to me because how does she find this info out if she's in treatment and doesn't have access to her phone, which is also what she said. How are you following the headlines from treatment? Are you supposed to be in treatment? Aren't you supposed to be doing your macaroni art? She said it was more salacious to be at a spa, so Bravo wanted to keep up that narrative. She asked Bravo to pay for her treatment. They declined. Bethany speculates that it probably leans to their culpability and they would be taking responsibility by paying for it. She said that after the legal letters came out, which were the season and desist's, or, no, not the cease and desist, the legal letters that she sent, that they sent out recently telling Bravo, hey, by the way, we might sue you. Not that we are suing you, but we might sue you. So just heads up, FYI. Bravo then offered security to protect her. I do think that that was a little fishy of the network, if that is true. She gets into Lala making send it to Daryl merch. I'm sad I didn't wear my send it to Daryl merch sweater today, but I am in the process of moving. So I don't have that for you. But she's mad that Lala capitalized off of that and she got nothing. But like, I'm sorry, make your own fucking march and you're good. Like, I don't understand why she's so upset. Lala capitalized off of it the same way Bethany's capitalized off of everything her entire reality career. Lala didn't use you. She leaned into the scandal made her bag she says that she didn't have her phone and um she didn't follow anything once she was in treatment and yet somehow she was aware of all the headlines that were going on and she was releasing statements to the press bethany says do we need to, to discuss the dog is this dog thing relevant which just proves that bethany is the ultimate loser and she didn't do her research we get into the dog rachel says that graham bit her mom her mom didn't take care of him so rachel was either going to have to leave treatment to come and take care of him also fucked up, but she was going to have to leave treatment to take care of her dog. But she said, I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to choose me. I'm going to focus on my mental treatment. So fuck the dog. She also claims that James taught Graham how to be a biter. She claims that James is the one that taught Graham how to be aggressive. She says she has no regret or that she regrets everything that she did. And she's sorry that the trust was broken amongst her friendships. Her silver lining is that she's able to learn about herself. I don't feel like she's learned shit, but whatever. She says that she would never go back to reality TV, even though she's was just in negotiations, and she said that she would have returned if she would have gotten equal pay as Tom and Ariana, which is also stupid because Tom is a season one OG, and Ariana's been on the show since what season like two or three? So, this was Rachel's first full time season. She got paid $361,000. Like, take a seat. Bethany uh, then ends by saying, I don't even know you, but I'm so proud of you. And she's like, you know, basically eating her coochie. Um, Steel Shooter, what are your reactions to the interview?
2: That was a great breakdown. I wish I didn't listen to the interview and just came in here and listened to the recap instead. I was laughing because someone made a stupid comment. <laughs> and I think yeah, we yeah. were laughed at the same time.
0: Yep, what was I the did. comment? I was laughing at of too. What was the comment? I
2: don't know. Something it, that were like a dog. Oh, she repeated she it. She did it again. We got it. Sue. Come on, Sue. We can down. read.
0: Enough. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, no, oh what, I mean, did, what did
0: Sue say? Oh, Sue said "What? When... what did she say? Why can't I see her comment? Oh, you, you were, were like dogs, dogs, with, dogs with bones. With
2: Aren't you sick of burying this woman alive? For gosh sakes, stop talking about her. Hopefully she'll go away and start living a better life. Look, I had a lot of comments on TikTok um, and here's, Instagram that were saying stuff like this. And here's the thing. We
0: wouldn't talk about her if she wouldn't keep doing fucking interviews. Yep. This is our
2: job to very comment simple. on this shit. We yeah, get paid to do so. So we have to talk about it. If yeah, she keeps suit. putting it out there, we're going to fucking talk. It's the number one podcast ever on the planet worldwide on earth uh, not even on earth, on
0: mars on venus it's the number one planet or the number in one the podcast in the universe
2: so we have to talk about it sue this yeah. is our job we don't want to talk about it i sue... hate bethany i this is i'm tired of this
0: narrative sue's just mad it. yeah sue's just mad that she's not getting paid to talk about it yeah sue yeah, anyway. this is a great great way to start the show, guys. All right, let's leave Sue out of this. Sue, <laughs> shut up. No one that's here is here. We left the dog, we left the bone alone, and we came for you. Yeah, exactly. That's what you wanted, Sue. So here we are. Sue said, um, Sorry, I it's mean, getting old, but Sue's here watching the live with us. I'm going with that. <laughs> that's the thing.
1: You, it, it's not like the live isn't <laughs> titled, too. Like, if you don't care, then don't click on it. Anyway, Sue. <laughs> I love how this one started off. I actually had to call Steele because I was driving home from the shore. When Bethany said, and she's talking about the ZADX and everything on set during the reunion, she goes, I think like even strip clubs have codes of conduct, right? Where the fuck is Bethany talking about? Like, I, that was one of those moments that I had to stop and say, like, what is actually going on? Why is she doing this? Does she know anything about anything? Probably not. Between that and her and uh, Rachel talking about how, I guess James Kennedy has a full-blown, like, dog-biting fetish? Like, what the fuck is that? what the fuck?
2: I had no idea. There There were so many what-the-fuck
1: moments from this, and, like, that could also be entirely true. I could absolutely see that, and that's the weirdest thing from this interview. The rest of it was just ridiculous.
2: All I get from the dog-biting thing was that when dogs nip, you know, when they're puppies and they like to gnaw a little bit, I imagine he would just stick his... I've seen people do that a thousand times. I don't promote the behavior either because it does lead to a potential biter, But I don't think that's James, like, encouraging biting. The way that she frames it, it's like he was getting Graham ready for, like, a dog fighting ring. Like, yeah, he used to, like, shove his hand in his mouth because it turned him on, and that led to biting.
0: (laughs) No. Okay, so I just learned this today because I have two six-year-old puppies – or, sorry, six-month-old puppies. I have two of them now. I got a new one on Friday. Um, So – and I just learned this because I have a friend that lives here in downtown that also has a six-month-old puppy, and his dog grew up with my dog and now both of my dogs because they just um, – they're they're all friends now. But so he was teaching me that, like, when the dogs do bite, you put your hand in their mouth, and you kind of – like, that's how you ha- – like – uh intercept the behavior and teach them not to bite. I don't fully understand it. He was trying to explain to me, but I wasn't really paying attention. But so I don't like, I need more details as to what that means that James taught him how to bite. And James wanted him to bite harder. Like to me, there's something about that. That's like fishy and off.
1: Yeah, no, I, I didn't like any of that. That was the weirdest part of the entire podcast. I thought for me, but I think it was just clearly evident throughout this part, more than even the first two parts that Bethany has absolutely no idea what she's talking about. And she has no background information when she was talking about the Xanax thing. She's talking about how somebody threw a bottle around and it was just like everybody was medicated. Like she has no idea what she's talking about. She shouldn't be doing this interview to begin with, but here she is.
0: Yeah. Cause the Xanax thing, it was Schwartz, right? And, and Raquel, was Schwartz, Raquel, was Raquel wasn't funny. even on set on at that moment. Right. It was, wasn't he it was like before she sitting on, she got on the stage. There, Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, he was sitting on the stage. He was, I don't know. Yeah, she, was. she was not. Raquel no, wasn't there it was yeah, like no, no, part two.
0: And he like made a joke about it. And he's like, does anybody need Xanax? And like he took half a Xanax. And that was the extent of that joke that he, Rachel wasn't even yeah. on set. Like she wasn't even there. Like it was just, it was bizarre. And then they're like, that's a HIPAA violation. Like the HIPAA thing was so weird to me. Cause I'm they're like. They're not
2: m- medical professionals. Exactly.
0: Like they HIPAA. HIPAA like okay. Them. Yeah. Let's be clear as to what HIPAA is. HIPAA is when medical professionals have to keep your medical information confidential. That's medical, like nurses and doctors cannot share your medical information. That would be a violation of your HIPAA rights, right? Andy speculating. Andy, who's really just an employee, speculating. I mean, Bethany did the same thing at, what, the season two reunion on Scary Island when she was talking about how Kelly Ben Simone is mentally unwell that's technically if we're going by the same standards that's technically a HIPAA violation because Bethany would technically be outing Kelly Ben Simone's mental health issues right yeah. yeah and
2: he's speculating on like look I could say hypothetically to all of you right now like shooters got the clap that would How be you are act- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> you were down Wildwood for like three days I, I put two point. together but that's the thing like, that's not violating HIPAA. Is it being an asshole? Sure. Are you supposed to divulge her medical information? No. But at the same time, I also – I think the funniest response from that was Andy speculates that she's medicated, and her first response to Bethany is, I was medicated. So it's like, okay, well, then he wasn't wrong. He <laughs> and, wasn't wrong, Rachel. Like, and- he, he called it out, and you were. like, what Also, the fuck speculation
1: is not a violation, and we already went through all of this. It's so st- Even the girl who she suspects left the Meadows treatment – and went and told the press that Raquel was there. Even her. That's, that's not, not a, a violation.
0: violation. Yeah, no, it's that's not. A, is. No,
1: it's just because you're an idiot and you walked in and actually I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that conversation, by the way, if it happened, she could have made the entire thing up. But if she actually walked into this treatment facility and spoke to another girl there that recognized her and told her everything because this girl was in treatment during the whole thing, I would have loved to have seen that because that's probably the only time that we'll actually get the full true like Raquel side of the story. Cause whatever she's doing now is just manufacturing different things that aren't working. That's
2: a really good point.
0: None of it makes sense. like the interview was so bad. And it's like, if you're going to interview her, then like you want to be able to ask her, like you want to be able to give a little pushback because I mean, other, this is what was so wrong about the Howie Mandel interview is it's like he just let Tom talk and believed whatever Tom said. And that's what's happening with Bethany and Rachel. It's like you don't know any of the details. So you're just taking their word at face value. And we forget that they were lying to the entire world for seven months. Everybody wants to keep saying they made a mistake. Everybody Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody gets that way. And I'm just like, no, it's not a mistake when you deliberately make the same choice over and over and over and over and over for seven months and lie to people Uh, and don't bring it up on camera. You're keeping it from the cameras while also taunting Ariana and taunting Katie. You're taunting other people in their relationships while you're doing this shady shit.
2: What was crazy to me, like throughout this entire third part of the episode, and you can kind of hear it. As these episodes play on and in the beginning, she's kind of neutral, but she starts to lean towards playing the victim role a little bit. Yeah. But you can feel Bethany pushing her further and further towards it. She's she's hinting at certain things like, oh, even when they reference Tom and Ariana's relationship, Bethany leans into it. Oh, it was there was no romance left. And oh, it wasn't like she's trying to belittle what actually happened as the episodes progress. You can hear Raquel buying more and more into the fact that, oh, yeah, these people were doing wrong by me. To the point where in episode three, she's complaining about everybody making a bag off of this whole thing and the whole scandal of all things. She brings up, send it to Daryl, which free promo for Lala, you idiot. But as she's talking about all this, she's like, my brand is trashed. My, they're dragging my name through the mud. It's like, do you forget why? Do you forget Ryan, why we're you- here right now? You're the one that fucked your friend's boyfriend. That's why we're here. Let's not forget the reasons. And this is the problem with going on this kind of platform and going up against somebody like Bethany, who doesn't do her research, is we were all kind of, I think this was starting to smooth over a little bit. And had she come out and said, look, I made a lot of mistakes. I spent a long time in therapy. I was away for 30, 60, 90 days, whatever, looking inward. And I see the error in my ways. I'm doing my best every day to get better. We would have a much different outlook and a much different conversation right now. But because she went on Bethany's platform, who doesn't know what she's talking about, who is pushing the victim narrative towards her, now Rachel comes out looking even worse. And we were all ready to kind of be like, all right, look, Sandoval's back on the show. He's mixing up with the cast. They seem to at least be amicable with him. Maybe it's time that we kind of move forward from this. Lo and behold, Rachel shoots herself in the foot once again and then starts pointing fingers and completely disregards the fact that you are the one that fucked Tom.
0: Exactly. And my thing is, it's like you spent 90 days in a treatment center. You went to go get help. And then you come out talking about the same shit that you went to go get help for. Like, why are you back in this mix? Why? Are, and then maybe like, well, she has and she deserves a right to tell her story. Then she should have come back on the show.
1: That's a good point. She should have came back on the show. She could have solved her whole I'm broke problem right then and there because you're going to get paid a little bit more. You want Tom and Ariana money. You're not going to get that, but you're going to get paid more than you got last year. They're going to give you some sort of compensation, but she definitely has somebody, whether it's her family or somebody that she's close to or even fucking Bethany in her ear talking about how last season was all because of you these numbers that happened it's all because of you and she doesn't really understand the negativity of it she's just looking at it from a a, it's a show standpoint and you can tell that she just can't quite wrap her head around it when she's talking about the vegas trip and how she says that lady uh or she says that lala and um christina kelly came into her room the next day and said wow that was gold, Raquel. That was so good last night. And then they were mean to her later when the when the camera showed up. She just doesn't quite understand what this is. She can't really separate the reality TV, the ratings and everything from real life.
0: But also let's be clear, everybody like a lot of people like to say that like, this the show would have been canceled and Raquel saved it. If Raquel fucked any other random dude, we wouldn't give a shit. It's the fact that Tom and Ariana have been together for nine years and we followed their relationship from the very beginning on Vanderpump Rules for so many seasons. That's why it was such a big scandal. It's because of the fact that we were invested in their relationship. Not just because Rachel came in to, you know, screw things up with their relationship. Like we're there, people are giving her a little too much credit. In this case, it takes three to tango Tom Ariana and Rachel and had the three of them not been a part of this this formula would not have popped off the way that it has.
2: Yep. That's really well said and I think that that kind of plays into since this whole thing is starting to turn turn sorry towards monetization and there and we talked about it a lot in our episode the other day but Bethany keeps preaching to Rachel in this interview about the fact that she didn't get paid like they did. She didn't make this kind of money off of her. Like, again, you're the one that did this. You're the villain. So you're not going to get the payout for it. you cause the problems. The fact that Bethany can sit there and talk about monetizing and talk about exploitation and talk about all this bullshit when she's going to make over six figures from this one episode easy, if not more, it's going to be an astronomical number that she's putting away. Shooter and I discussed it. Shooter was saying, why does Raquel deserve to be paid? I'm not saying she does. I'm saying in this specific specific, Jesus, in this specific instance, because she's on this platform, Bethany, of all reality stars deserve to be paid, then you need to pay Rachel for this. She deserves to get a big cut of whatever you're about to make because of your stupid platform that you're dying on.
0: Plus residuals.
2: Plus residuals. Plus all of that because that's the platform she's dying on right now. And I can't stand the fact that we have to sit there and listen to her just be a hypocrite over and over again with no kind of reprimand and now she's got the number one podcast in the world which sucks the galaxy
0: like here we are it's just it's stupid like Bethany knows what she's doing. And anybody that's falling for this, like, I'm sorry, you're a moron. Like, this is literally, like, it's not about Rachel telling her side of the story because if we gave a fuck about Rachel, we would pay her because we're complaining that she didn't get paid by Bravo and she was exploited by Bravo. And that's not what Bethany's doing. Bethany's literally using her and, and squeezing every ounce of juice out of this orange because she wants to make sure that she can, one, stay relevant, and two, continue to collect money. She has this insatiable quench for relevance you know she can have all the money in the world and she still wants more and now it's just like it's unsavory my biggest issue with this whole entire interview is that like bethany is just i get it she doesn't give a shit and she's like i'm the number one podcast but it's like we're listening to her podcast we're helping her become number one but we don't like her So when the podcast is done, we're not going to listen to next week's episode when she's recapping Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with Jerry Springer. Like, nobody gives a fuck about that. Oh, sorry. Uh, Well, yeah. yeah. Knowing Bethany, she would bring him back to life just to interview her podcast so that she could say that she could do that.
1: I Actually, it was a throwaway comment last week, but I really do feel like Bethany could lean into this type of crap. We said that maybe she would even have Luke from Below Deck on next week to tell his side of the sexual harassment story. <laughs> yes. that is what she's going to do. She's going to lean towards that stuff. That's only going to give her publicity, and she won't have any homework done. She will have no background information. She will literally read what happens on the show yep. on her phone in the middle of an interview. She that's doesn't care. She just she wants clicks. That. I know. Yeah, I know. I, that's what I was alluding. Yes, to. But, but that's that's what she wants. She just wants the clicks. She does not care about anything else.
0: Yes, but and I will say this because like the, the, my podcast makes the press all the time, right? We always get picked up. And I will say, as great at at first, I loved it. I was like the ego validation, like they're mentioned by this and this and this, whatever.
2: It doesn't do anything.
0: It, other than the ego validation of knowing your name or whatever was mentioned in the press, it doesn't drive clicks, it doesn't drive traffic, like it, it gives you mention and some sense of relevance for that moment, but like for the most part, it doesn't drive what I think people think that it drives, so my thing is it's like Bethany's doing all this, and maybe you're right, Shooter, maybe she will lean into this, but The biggest issue is that – and as a businesswoman, I'm really surprised that she isn't looking at it from this lens. It's like she's alienating herself from her own – Customers from her own, you know, fans like me. I would buy her books. I would, if I were to see Skinny Girl out at CVS, I would buy myself a bottle of Skinny Girl, and I would enjoy. Listen, it's only eleven bucks. That like I actually would invest in Bethany. I enjoyed watching her. I would, I watched The Big Shot with Bethany. Like I enjoyed Bethany, and now I'm like, I never want to see a Skinny Girl bottle ever again. I never want to buy another one of her products ever again. It's just we're so fatigued with her at this point that like yeah. to me you've completely cut off your own leg when you lose your customers like why did people buy bethany's products to begin with not because it was an it was the most amazing thing it was a fucking margarita but people invested in her because they connected with her they watched her on the show they saw her struggle and they were rooting for her nobody is rooting for bethany cool that you have the number one podcast in the galaxy nobody gives a fuck about you
2: that's the funny thing is that we haven't watched those seasons with bethany in them but We've had a lot of people reach out and say, oh, my God, Bethany was my favorite. I post or we posted a video the other day of um, in response to Bethany eating the crab legs. And we were just saying simply that we don't want to watch any human being eat crab legs in front of a screen that close. Like, we don't want to watch it. It's gross. And we got so much backlash. And this was two weeks before the episode dropped. And everybody was going to bat for saying, we love Bethany. Like, how dare you go after her? You're trying to silence a woman, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, we're not. We just don't want to watch people eat crab legs because it's yucky fast forward two weeks and after this we've gotten so many comments and messages of people saying she was my favorite housewife like i was ride or die for bethany i cannot stand her i'm over it i'm done with her she's lost her mind she's lost my interest like every single negative thing you can say about her is being said about her and that's the thing i feel like she saw this opportunity And she sold her soul and not in a way that's going to continue to monetize. I don't see her next step here unless it is to start interviewing people like Luke from below deck and start just playing the weird villain, like villain, I can't villain villain, Villain like in the podcasting (laughs) realm, which she might. And like, look, as content creators and somebody over here keeps commenting, trying to like knock us down a peg saying, aren't you going for? Yeah, we all go. Yes, Linda. We all go for clicks, and I understand that technically, yeah, we are discussing Bethany to get clicks and to get more listens. However, the difference here is we are coming from a place of commenting on what she produced, this nonsense, this bullshit podcast, and what you're trying to defend that she's saying that she was going to advocate for Raquel, that she was trying to support Raquel, that she was trying to get her voice out there. I said to shooter in our podcast the other day. I believe that Rachel has the right to speak out on what her side of the story is. Absolutely. Anybody has the right to talk about their side of things, especially something as public as this. She had every right to come forward. She has every right to voice how she feels, what she went through. I'm sure it was a really difficult time and a lot of people could have learned a lot from this and been like wow she went away for 90 days and she seems like she's doing a little bit better I'm happy for her it was awful what she did but let's move forward instead she went this route in which she's trying to play some kind of victim card and it's like look dude we watched what you did for a whole fucking season it was really really awful and it wasn't just you banging him it was you getting buddy-buddy with Ariana. It was you betraying Sheena, your best friend. And then when you have the chance to talk about what Sheena did for you, you go ahead and say that it was fake, that you had to pay rent and that you were watching her cat and that it wasn't really that she was this motherly figure that she's trying to pretend to be. It's like, why are you trying to throw everybody that actually supported you under the bus? You did this and Tom did this. And that's the other thing I want to talk about. Tom deserves just as much Shit, and he deserves more shit. He's the biggest villain here, and he's not getting as much shit, which sucks. But I'm sick of people saying that are taking the stance of she's allowed to tell her story, and Bethany's trying to help her do that because Bethany nope. buried her. Bethany fucked her completely and she's not going to come back from this now because of Bethany yeah, and because of the stupid podcast.
0: If she gave, if Bethany was trying to help her tell her story, Bethany would have got, like, helped us get to know her. We would have yes. gotten into the adoption story. We, we, we would have realized that this was a real person and a real human being. Humanized. Bethany would have yep. humanized her. Bethany didn't give a shit about humanizer. Bethany didn't give a shit about letting her tell her story. Bethany gave a shit about exploiting her the same way Bethany is accusing Bravo ex- of exploiting her. Bethany didn't talk about her treatment or what she learned from treatment we got what maybe two minutes of this entire two hour interview that bethany sliced up into three different parts like come on bethany doesn't give a shit about rachel
1: no, we spent, we spent more, yeah, but... we spent more time on the dog than we did on Rachel's actual treatment. It just it, it didn't make any sense. And you can tell Bethany just seemed like somebody who was out of touch that just wanted the gossip at this point. She didn't care about who Rachel was. She said multiple times, like, it's nice to know you. I, and then at the end of the interview, she said, I don't know you at all, but I feel bad for you. Like, yeah. she, it just didn't make any sense. Nothing she was doing. If she had just promoted, <laughs> and I know somebody in the comments had just said something about uh, uh, Raquel doing her own podcast. Um, I do want wonder if Raquel had done this and who the fuck knows if she's going to do a podcast. She makes it seem like it's really hard to do it. We know you just buy some equipment and just like fire up a, a go to video ca- like a camera or an iPad or something <laughs> and just get after. Her. That's what you do. But if she had done this on her own without Bethany, if she just posted, hey, I'm going to start a podcast, guys, and I'm really going to go in depth with this. I actually think that would be worse because she's going to make that last multiple episodes and we're going to have to listen for all the little details and this and that and whatever. This is just kind of who Rachel is. I don't th- see her going to treatment and coming out and being remorseful as no. we would have pushed her to do, but also Bethany just saw her opportunity. She was licking at her licking the chops. She said she flew out to Arizona to go see her because she was affla- she was afraid she was going to be a flight risk. She wasn't going to show up. That's how much Bethany needed her on the show to promote her own business, and that's exactly what it is in a nutshell.
2: But if you break that last part down, when she says, I flew out to you, she is trying to sound like a savior, like a a motherly person. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, you don't give a fuck about this person. You don't even know who this person is. You didn't even take the time to watch the season. And that's what sucks about it. She has no context for what she's talking about, as we've referenced already. But that's where the most diabolical part of this whole thing lies, is watching her interact with everybody, knowing that behind the scenes she's having sex with Tom. And you don't even know that you're so focused on the fact that everybody on this show cheats. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Do they deserve to get dragged? Yes, they do. Absolutely. But that's not what we watched. What we watched was somebody slither in between all of these friends and continue to have this narrative of I'm finding myself. I'm finding myself this year. This is the year of Raquel baby. Woo. And all we watched was her be a snake. And then she comes out and says, I'm still finding myself. It's like, well, who the fuck are you? Because Every version I've seen of you so
0: far sucks. I mean, the fact... Like, I just the fact that she like befriended like continued to befriend Ariana and go on what was it the Betches podcast like a week before the scandal even broke and talk about like how Sheen and Ariana were her good friends and they took her in and then now she's just like we were never really friends and like According I wouldn't have actually done this if I would have thought that there was longevity in their relationship it's like the, like my mind was just literally fucking blown listening to the words that came out of her mouth and Bethany just kind of kept giving her her room to hang herself rather than like as an interviewer and you guys know this you guys have had your podcast and interviewed people on your podcast and you you understand that like your job is to not make the audience hate your subject not make Mm. the audience hate your guests like if anything it's the exact opposite you want people to get to know them because as you guys know we get to know them so differently we're with them in person or even on zoom sometimes like we're with them and we can see a different side of them and like we get to know them in a different way that it's like you want the audience to also see them in that way and the fact that bethany didn't do that she didn't set raquel up for success and if anything it was the opposite she set her up to fail it was you know wild to me
1: i just don't think that raquel is smart at all and oh, I just okay. wonder who is feeding her this information because there's no way that she came into this interview with the agenda that I'm going to completely downplay my friendship with Ariana I'm going to lean into the fact that that relationship was completely fake and it was just for a brand so that people feel war- or feel better for me I guess or they can kind of understand where I'm coming from I just don't know who fed her that idea and then she just started running with it I know Bethany did obviously like you said she gave her a couple of words here and there to hang herself essentially and she Took the bait at every opportunity, but she had an agenda to try to knock down this friendship that she had, and it's the weirdest stance ever. Nobody has her best interest in mind. Whoever is telling her to do this just wants to see her fail or thinks that they're better than everybody else. It doesn't make any sense. If she had just come in and just was remorseful, we've seen it from Lala. We've seen it from Ariana even. Yeah, we were a little hard on her, but it was three weeks after it happened. Of course we were. We're not going to be friends with her ever again. But if you're remorseful now, people might start feeling sorry for you. People might feel worse for you. You start talking about your treatment. Yeah. Bethany didn't give her any of the tools to get that no. done. She wanted a revenge thing. She wanted to say, no, 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 you're absolutely right. Whatever you did was entirely fine. Everybody cheats on that show. You're good. And Bethany has no idea what's going on, but she also knows what she's doing at the end of the day. And it completely screws over Raquel. She yeah. tries
2: to also paint this picture. And you you hear how she's wording things about Andy and about on the reunion he asked yeah. you to come back he kept saying come back it's like yeah if you watched and really paid attention to why he was saying come back it was actually with a little bit of sympathy like hey yeah. hold on like let's like calm this down before you leave it was not hey come back and take your beating yeah she's trying so hard to paint the narrative of this poisonous bravo world that she's pushing it on poor Raquel in this moment. And I will say poor Raquel in that regard because she's using her to push both of her agendas, one, her podcast, and two, this weird platform of strike for the Bravo world. And Raquel is her sacrificial lamb, and that's not fair for somebody that's been through as much as she has with all of this. I know she made her own bed and I still lie in it, But this was a chance for her to have some kind of, I don't want to say redemption, but at least a little bit of a reprieve from all the shit and all the hate. I don't think that anybody deserves to read in comments for four, six, eight months that you're subhuman, that you don't belong in this plague. No one deserves to hear that. I agree with that. You're not doing yourself any favors. And to the Ariana thing, when she was talking about her being acquaintances and says what Ariana did for her. She says she looked out for me. She had my back. She defended me. She was there when James left or when I broke up with James. It's like what are you that's an acquaintance? That's a friend, dude. That's what a friend does for you. And you said that in the interview but you guys aren't aren't close. So I get really frustrated listening to this whole thing trying to navigate what Bethany's trying to do versus what she's doing to Raquel versus what Rachel's role in all of this is like, because she obviously plays a part as well and she deserves yeah. shit for it. It's just, I feel like this was somebody who is extremely vulnerable yeah. who came to this platform because her mom is a Bethany fan. That's very important because her mom, the pageant mother, is pushing her to do things, right? Yeah. The mom likes Bethany. The mom says Bethany's a force to be reckoned with. That's not Rachel's words, that's her mom's words. And because of that, she goes on this platform. She's ill-prepared. Bethany's ill-prepared. And now Rachel loses. Bethany's going to make a million dollars from this. And she doesn't give a fuck. She's already got 50 mil. Again, it just sucks. The whole thing sucks. And it could have been handled so much better.
0: I think what Bethany did was 10 times worse than what Bravo did because at least Bravo gave Raquel a contract that she signed and agreed to and they paid her. And when Andy was asking Raquel to come back on set, it wasn't to take her beating. It was to tell her like, he's like, okay, this is your opportunity to talk, to tell your side. And one thing that they've done that they've never really done before, except for, I think when Kim Richards and Luann went to, or when Luann divorced Tom and when Kim went to, um, rehab. They don't give you an opportunity to have your own one on one, to have your side of the story told. And they gave her a second one on one interview where she got to then really mention it all in the last few minutes of the reunion. So I feel like they gave her more of an opportunity to tell her side of the story than Bethany ever did. Bethany completely used her, completely took advantage of her. And I think Bethany is, at this point, just a sick woman that, you know, is so ego driven that she doesn't even realize realize how much she's actually hurting this girl more than she's helping her. You know, no,
1: and how nice would it have been if we actually got like a legitimate interview with her about how it goes? Like, ask her the tougher questions. Ask her about how, after the reunion, you're going to talk about how bad it was and how ridiculous it was that people were yelling at you and saying really mean things to you. What did you do two minutes after you walked off stage? You and Sandoval were in your own dressing room, cackling, laughing as loud as you possibly could. You did not care, you didn't give a shit. Talk about that. I don't want to hear about your treatment. I don't want to hear about you doing this and that. Clearly nothing worked. I don't want to hear about your stupid dog. Who cares about the goddamn dog at this point? Hopefully the dog's doing okay, but, you know, whatever. I don't care. I want to know how you actually managed to do this, how you feel now, what happened, and how you're going to make it right or you're not going to make it right. Whatever you got to do. I don't really care what it is, but that's not the way to go about it.
0: I do want to talk about the dog, and I want to talk about James and the accusations that she's made because Kristen has come out and, you know, is— also chiming in on this. But, but before we dive into that, I do want to say that I do love being a good party host. And part of being a good party host is having everyone's favorite drink handy. Averill spritz, I got you. Vodka soda with the twist, easy peasy. Spicy margarita, but not a skinny margarita with the tahini rim and a splash of Grand Marinier Cordon Rouge, I got you because I've got drizzly. The go-to app for drink delivery. Drizzly is here to be your partner in parties, meaning they're here to help you take the grunt work out of the get-together so that you can be a confident host and actually party at your own party. Drizzly is the most convenient way to buy beer, wine, and spirits with delivery to your door when you want it, all from the comfort of your couch. The convenience speaks for itself, and any true Housewives fan knows the importance of being a good party host. Something Bethany is not. And a good host has Drizzly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com now. Okay, I want to talk about James and the accusations that Raquel made against him. Because Kristen has chimed in and she has made it clear that she hasn't listened to the full interview. But that she... Has list. She's seen clips of it on TikTok. She's claiming that Bravo did not pay her off by giving her the spinoff. There was never any hush money. But she does say she does seem to agree that James was abusive towards Kristen. Now Raquel has never said that she's that James has been abusive towards Raquel. But Raquel said that Kristen that James was abusive towards Kristen. What are your thoughts on the accusations of abuse that Raquel has made against James?
2: So we actually interviewed Kristen a few months ago uh, she alluded to something similar actually um, in that interview briefly, I think, but didn't confirm anything. Um, it was no, they, I think we had all heard the rumors at that point. I think we brought it up. She didn't confirm anything, but um, look, by her speaking out on that and all of us on the side of the content and the content creators, we've all heard this. We've heard this rumor. We've heard inklings about it. I think at this point, because it's been brought to our attention because Rachel said something and Rachel her evidence was I've seen him be violent before I believe is what she said or something along those lines yeah and then when you have Kristen confirming it I think that we as an audience we as listeners we as viewers there needs to be more discussion on this I think that it's important I think that it's a dangerous thing to let domestic abuse try to get brushed under the rug because we have a more captivating story in scandival and i think that at this point there's been enough red flags raised enough hints here and there that we as content creators bravo as a network needs to do more investigating we need to get to the bottom of this especially before the next season comes out because if any of this is confirmed even remotely true i don't want to watch james kennedy on tv
0: I also think we need to be careful with the word abuse because I feel that like too. there are so many different types of abuse that people want to talk about. There's physical abuse, there's mental abuse, there's emotional abuse, there's sexual abuse, and we need to be clear because Rachel Nor Jane nor Kristen have been clear about what type of abuse. And we do know that Rachel that Kristen and James had a very toxic relationship. We saw Kristen punch James on camera in what what that was at what Sheena's wedding. That was season four when they three or four when they first started dating. So there was clearly physical abuse, and their relationship was so toxic and so unhealthy. So I. Like we need more details about this. We can't make these vague accusations or kind of just dance around the topic without actually addressing it. I agree with you. If there was any, like, I don't think there's ever an instance where a man should ever put his hands on a woman. And if James Kennedy was physically abusive towards Kristen, that's unacceptable. That's un- that's. There's no way that that would should be that that should fly, and that James should still, you know, that the network should still co-sign that. So. And cosigning it mean keeping him employed. So I yeah, feel like I, I
1: would imagine that Bravo has to be looking into it, especially yeah. with what what happened with below deck last week. And there's just other things that are popping out. There's no way that they're not looking into it, but I think Steele's right in the sense that Scandival was so big that everything else just kind of gets swept away in it. And even during the reunion, when Tom's yelling at James Kennedy and says, Hey, you, what you did in Atlantic City was crazy. You were harassing a waitress going back yeah. and forth. You got kicked out Slept of here, like her on you the grabbed ass. her, you yeah. slapped her on the ass. Like, and we've heard multiple stories like that before. Now, we don't know if any of this is confirmed. It didn't see, he didn't, he deny, didn't it deny it at it. the moment. Like, he didn't say yeah. a word, he just smiled and like let it go and just went right back at Tom. So, there's got to be something there. When you hear this many stories, there's got to be something there. Yeah, we do have to be careful about it. Obviously, we kind of have to dance around a little bit, but. We owe it. And Bravo owes it to the audience. We owe it to the audience yeah. to make sure that we kind of tread lightly with it. And if there's ever any confirmation, then they have to make an action. You yeah. can't let they him do, on the do, screen yeah. anymore. There's cheating on your you know, nine year girlfriend if you want to do that. But you can't do that. There's different yeah. lines to this. And that's not that's not good for TV. That's not good for life. It has to stop anyway.
2: Yes. Bad for
0: life. And I I want to clarify, I want to clarify because people are chiming in. They're saying that, you know, he was verbally abusive towards, uh, towards Rachel. Um, I want to clarify that I wasn't trying to diminish that. I was just saying, I think people are running with the narrative that he was physically abusive towards Kristen. And we haven't confirmed that. Yes. We have seen him be abusive verbally, mentally, emotionally. Yes. Those instances we have seen play out, but I think it's the fact that people are running with the narrative narrative that he was physically abusive towards her and we that has not been clarified because there are different types of abuse and that doesn't mean that one's more you know one's worse than the other abuse is abuse it doesn't mean anything's worse than the other but
2: it means that you cannot throw out allegations of domestic violence without confirmation and i think because
0: Rachel threw it out very flippantly without realizing – because that's also not Rachel's place to even out Kristen's – that's Kristen's place to out that when she wants to, how she wants to. That's her own – you know, that's her journey to go on and share that publicly should she decide to do that. That wasn't Rachel's job. And I feel like Rachel was using that as a way to just kind of, you know – add more gas to the fire to make her cast members look worse, to make herself look better rather than that truly coming from a place of concern for Kristen.
2: But that goes to show you that she was just ill prepared for this entire thing, yeah. because that's not the only time that she threw something out there like yeah. that. When the, the video comes up that was recorded without her consent. And let's clarify, Oh, right let's now. talk
0: about that. Please <clears throat> go for it. Yeah, too. Let's
2: clarify this right now, right out of the gate. That's fucking disgusting on Sandoval's part. Yeah. Oof, I'm getting feedback. All right. That's fucking disgusting on Sandoval's part. That is reprehensible. He deserves to have legal action taken against him. If it was distributed, if he was showing it to other people, it's fucking disgusting. He's disgusting. He deserves legal action. I hope he gets it. I hope that it's confirmed that he was sending it around and that he gets hit with the law. That being said, for her to then in turn say... Ariana is sending this video to other people. That's a felony in a lot of states to send that video without her consent to mm-hmm. other people and distribute it is a felony charge. Yeah, in it's many revenge states. Yeah. Yes. So that's an, it's an it,
1: actual law, which is why. Yeah, it, no,
2: I agree. I, I know. Sorry. And for her to throw out allegations like that, once again, there are legal ramifications for what you're saying. We as podcasters mm-hmm. know we can't come on here and say whatever the fuck we want because we know people are listening. And if we say something that's not true, that has a lot of ramifications to it, we can get in a lot of trouble. The same goes for her. You can't go out there and say, I think she's sending it to people when you don't know, because it might seem ho-hum and helping your defense because, oh, this woman is sending a video of me masturbating to other people. It's so disgusting. Isn't Isn't that gross, guys? Yeah, it's horrible if it's true, but if you don't have proof that it's true, you're now accusing Ariana of a felony with no proof. Again, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're trying to do yourself a favor And you're not, instead of going about it that way, maybe say, hey, Sandoval is fucking disgusting for doing this. Sandoval is gross for sending this to anybody. Sandoval is gross for showing this to people. Leave her alone. I don't think he showed
0: it it to people. I don't think he sent it to anybody. And she said in the interview that he told her that he recorded that so that she could see how beautiful she looked afterwards. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Like the, well, fact no, that, the like, I
1: think the worst part about that is if it was on FaceTime, it means the Sandoval was in the corner in that little screen jacking off somewhere. Yeah. Just, just, so that's also in the video somewhere. It. But also but no,
0: I but can can we all like let's rewind that tape back just a minute because she literally in that interview said I was in my hotel room. For Watch What Happens Live, I I turned on the video-on-demand porn. I was watching porn, and I decided to FaceTime Sandoval. Like, we're also, like, disregarding the fact that, like, she deliberately and intentionally facetimed him while she's watching porn knowing that he's in a relationship and at that point she'd already known that ariana was still interested in being with him because she had already had that conversation with her on camera that is diabolical i'm sorry i'm i know bethany's feelings want to get hurt that ariana called her diabolic on camera. that is diabolical you facetimed him when you put on porn also who's paying for that porn Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. Put the bill for the porn. See, and she's like, I didn't make a penny off of off of Scandiball, but she's over here making Bravo pay for her porn.
2: But to your point, what you just said, Bethany is up in arms about them calling her diabolical. We had people send us clips. It was like a montage. Oh, of yeah, the yeah. shit yeah. That Bethany Insane. said to other
0: people. Insane. Are you
2: shitting me? This woman's unhinged. She said some of the worst things I've ever heard. Ever. And I've watched Bravo for a long time. I watched Scandaval and still Bethany topped some of that stuff with what she said. So how are you going to take this stance now that she's getting dragged more? So You imagine if Bethany was Ariana. She might have oh, murdered yeah.
0: Raquel. Oh, yeah, Ra- yeah, yeah. Raquel
2: might be dead.
0: Wait, I want to I want to yeah. talk about this stupid comment Ariana probably showed people without sending it electronically to avoid the charge you really think her headspace <laughs> when she finds out like what a fucking moron you really think that when she finds out that her man was cheating on her her first thought is let me not get charged with revenge porn so let me just get to show charge. people because I don't like what a fucking stupid comment like <laughs> I just I'm sorry I oh God, I usually am true. I try to tolerate bullshit but like when the comments are that stupid it's just it's ridiculous to me. Oh um, my god! But okay, I'm
1: so sorry for That's, that. Zach was. Is really going after the comments <laughs> today. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Bethany Frankel. Um, but so, like, my thing too is. Was she really that upset that Sandoval did this? Because she, we then see afterwards she filmed a scene with Sandoval where she's laughing with him in the finale, and they're like, "Oh my God, this ended up so badly." We now find out through this interview with Bethany that she gave Sandoval a key to her apartment to stay at his at her apartment so that he didn't have to stay with Ariana. We find out that she was sending him letters from treatment, postcards, so how postcards, postcards pretty, handwritten postcards. Different. You know, with her little Ariana
2: can see it. That's different. A postcard different than a letter because ariana can read what you wrote so. yeah
0: exactly so my thing is it's like how upset how violated how much are you angry at sandoval for filming this facetime of you when you're continuing to up until recently remember we saw him on the plane with his phone and it had uh, rake Ra- raquel's Rachel, name like on that. his phone so she was still having communication with him very recently she hasn't cut the right—I re- mean, after the reunion, we saw them laughing together in the in their room. They wanted off-camera time where they can just be the two of them. Remember when he threw that whole tantrum about how, like, oh, yeah. the two of us and need to be together?
2: around yeah. the trailer, yeah, like a fucking six-year-old.
0: So how angry is she with him, and how violated does she feel by him? Because the violation is more him than it is Ariana circulating this or not.
2: Absolutely. and I think that's the weirdest part to me is the stance that she takes against Ariana instead of Tom. Tom deserves all the heat. Tom deserves all the shit. Tom deserves legal action. If this is in fact true, Ariana does not. She is the woman scorned here. And I don't know why Rachel suddenly the woman scorned. I agree. It sucks that the video was shown to other people. It sucks that you're skeevy. But we also don't know that we don't, we haven't
0: confirmed that we haven't confirmed that anybody. Yes. We have not confirmed that anybody else has seen the video, except for Ariana who found it on Sandoval's phone. And what was it? Ariana sent
1: it to herself and then sent it to Raquel. So she had it on her phone too. And I think that's kind of what Raquel's getting caught up in is saying it's on Ariana's phone. Who else knows what she's done? Maybe she sent it. Nobody's sharing that. Like that doesn't make any sense. If you're Ariana, in that position, you're not going to send that video to Lala, to Katie, to so. anybody else, and say, "Look at this. Do you believe this?" You're going to be like, "I saw this and describe it in great detail," but you're not going to show the video. That's fucking yeah, you're weird. Explain it's disgusting. it to them, right? That,
2: yes, yes, that yes. nobody, yeah, nobody. like it's a video of this. I'm nobody not wants to video. see. Yeah, especially no. no
0: you don't want to circulate your mistress's vagina. Like nobody well, wants not, to send. <laughs>
1: maybe she sent it via Snapchat so that it would disappear yeah, Oh yeah, because <laughs> she was thinking about. Yeah, she wanted to make sure she gets. Yeah, she's smart like that
0: um renee says iphone users know when a picture and video is being taken she knew actually this is not true so you get a notification if somebody screenshots it but you don't get a notification if somebody is screen recording
2: yes oh interesting
0: but also when you screen record there's no audio so he really just had an audio list a mute video of the two of them just masturbating on facetime I don't know if that's worse or better. I can't. And also can't Bethany's it talking probably about better. Her. That's probably better because he's probably <laughs> singing in it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus is hit their singles. Lightning <laughs> in a Bethany, bottle. <laughs> this is where Bethany's stupid too is because she's just like, How do you feel that this video was played on the show? They discussed this video on the show. Like this was a violation and it was on the show, which is not true because if anybody rewatches that finale and even the reunion, they cut out any mention of what it was that Ariana found on his phone. We just know she found something on the phone never once do we hear the word facetime never once do we hear the word masturbation like we don't hear any of that stuff because it was all edited out to protect rachel
2: i thought it was just a nude when i heard it i'm like oh, there's a nude picture of aria or sorry of rachel on the phone because we didn't get more info than that. So I just assumed that she like sent that he him He picture. said,
1: normally I would have deleted something like that, which I think that kind of stuck that's, with me, which is so funny. Like, how much does he app... have? There's definitely other women that he has pictures and videos of. Like, he's got a how fake often app? is he FaceTiming and, like, masturbating with these people? Like, what are you well, doing? Well, that's
2: what Rachel said. They FaceTimed all the time. So he's probably got, like, a whole vault in his phone with some in... fake app with, like, 16 videos that's of like. I, worst, I, don't I don't even think it needs to be. I don't even think it's a fake.
0: I don't even think it's a fake app. I think it's literally literally just in his, yeah. Um, But also he did this from Schwartz's bathroom. Like that's so creepy. (laughs) That's the best part. Yeah. You don't remember that? He taped this. He went to, he was at Schwartz's apartment Face timing oh. rachel while he's mad like i just i couldn't masturbate in my friend's bathroom with my mistress well shorts was probably on the other side
1: of the door like she yeah, was like, probably what's going handed him there. a bottle
0: of lotion he was too. probably, was probably kidding, like yeah hey, you, you chafing in there buddy
1: you need a little bit more like <laughs> stick your hand out <laughs> like <laughs> sorry zach i know that he just dyed his hair and he wants to be one of your followers
0: he did so, people oh, yeah, don't yeah, seem shorts. to like it though
2: Oh, I'm exhausted from this shit, man. I can't I can't do it. I thought Skandoval was over. and That's
0: the thing. Everybody's like, why aren't we talking about Sandoval? Because Sandoval didn't do a fucking interview with Bethany Frankel. We dragged him when he did the Howie Mandel interview. The reason yeah. we're talking about this now is because it was further perpetuated by Bethany and Rachel. We did a three-part interview. So guess what? We're going to talk about it three times this week because the interview was three parts long
2: which is insane because if you add up the actual runtime of the show, it it's clocks like two hours under an hour. no, it's under an hour and a half because of the amount of ads that were on the show. Oh and yeah. I, I calculated. The first episode was 12 minutes of ads, which means one fourth of the show. And Shooter likes to gaslight me on this one. Get over the fucking ads. No, because I don't understand why you still think it's about me having to click through the ads. Like, it has nothing to do with listening to the ads. It has to do with the fact that you get paid per ad and the fact that Rachel's not getting paid for this. And I can't get away from the platform in which Bethany's chosen to die on. It doesn't make sense to me that somebody that's advocating for fair reality wages is going to take this stance with Rachel when she's going to make a million fucking dollars from this. The... The hypocrisy makes me lie awake at night and think about it. And I hate that. I fucking hate it.
0: She Go go shut your front door. You're giving people anxiety. Yeah, you're giving people anxiety. She addressed (laughs) that, though. She addressed it by saying, her voice, her choice. That was Bethany's response. Her voice, her choice. I'm like, so it's okay if you exploit her. If it's her choice to do so, then why isn't it? She signed a contract with Bravo. Her name is on the dotted line. She agreed to take... Was it three hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars for C, which she didn't agree to because she got more because you get paid. I'm she got a bonus clearly from the last season. Like it's just it's insane.
2: I don't get it. I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens next with Rachel, especially with the podcast that she like. That's the other thing. And she's
1: I never think she's going to follow
0: through on that.
2: See, I disagree. What is
1: what her I podcast
0: dis- going to be about? Like she what? Said she's yeah, she going to have mental health trauma. professionals
1: come on and talk to her about her trauma. <laughs> she needs- so yeah. She's just going to tell a story and then she's going to have a doctor sit there and say, well, actually, this is how you should have been feeling in that moment. And this is why you're feeling that way. Like nobody wants to listen to that. No, see, I think somebody needs to teach her what Bethany. HIPAA is.
2: I think Bethany's going to try to start, like, bet me Bethany signs her to some bullshit network that she creates, and then her first podcast is going to be Rachel, and everyone's going to listen to the first episode, because like, what's this about? And then Bethany's going to be like, I have the number one podcast on my network, because I'm
0: a genius. (laughs) Crab leg. It's so crazy. (laughs) It's literally insane. Yeah, I don't know where we go from here. I'm just,
2: I'm ready to... I can't wait for the new shows to come out so that we can start talking about like Bravo again and not this fucking topic. I'm sick of it.
0: (laughs) Well, we know Scandaball is going to be another focus of the new season of Vanderpump. Mm -hmm. But from what I've heard, from what I have heard about it, they are not dragging Rachel. I think if anything, it was the opposite. They've only said nice things about Rachel throughout filming this most recent season. Um, And so I feel like they would have given her because listen, at the end of the day, I think they're going to hold Sandoval to a higher standard than they would Rachel. And I feel like they actually would have welcomed her back and embraced her. Listen, Jax went through it. Kristen went through it. Stasi went through it. They've all had to take the beating and take the heat. And eventually you get through it and you end up on the other side. You don't stay the villain forever
2: no no you can do horrible horrible things on bravo horrible reprehensible things that most normal human beings could not come back from but instead on this network not only can you come back you can have a redemption arc in which you garner more fans after the fact it's, it's wild but she completely negated all of that by going on to bethany's podcast she has no leg to stand on ever again if she ever wanted to come back into that space And the fact that she's trying to enter the space of content where she's going to create a podcast, you're not going to have any support just because of these three episodes that you did with Bethany Frankel. You ruined whatever kind of future you have in this industry by going on her platform.
0: Yeah. She killed. I mean, I don't I don't know where she goes from here. Nobody's going to listen to her podcast. Nobody. I mean, nobody wants to like I just I don't understand what she hoped to accomplish from doing this podcast interview.
2: Well, that's what upsets me when you listen to the beginning. And again, I really do think that, and Shooter referenced it multiple times, if you watch Raquel's behavior, always, she will go where people point her. They'll go where, like, if you give her a little bit, she's going to continue to go in that direction. All you have to do is give her, it's like Inception, plant the seed in her head and she'll take it from there. Yep. If you listen to the first episode, you listen to Bethany steer her. You listen to Bethany have Bethany had an agenda. Rachel did not. Rachel went into this with whatever preconceived notion that maybe she was going to clear her name. Maybe it was a chance to tell her side of the story. Like you said, Zach, if she goes in and Bethany's asking about therapy, if she's asking her what she's worked on, if she asked her what you've learned, we come out of episode one very differently. We come out seeing a Rachel that might be healed from some things, Mm -hmm. might be taking accountability for some things. Instead, we see Bethany point her as the victim and say, how did you feel when they did that to you? When they did that to you and not referencing the fact, she never once brings up the fact that like, or really dives into the fact that Rachel was the one that committed the affair. Like you're the one that partook in having sex. That's not really discussed. The, like the two things you could have talked about that would have helped vindicate her somewhat, you completely sidestepped. And instead, and that tells you exactly what Bethany's plan was, was to use Rachel, get as much. Volatile material out of this as she possibly could to get all of us talking about it, which it totally worked. And now Rachel's fucked; she's never coming back. Bethany has three great episodes of a podcast; they're yep. going to be the most listened to episodes ever, and no more after that.
0: Not and to- I know she doesn't;
2: she's got fifty mil in the bank. She didn't give a shit, but like, still, I don't understand what the approach was. It does
0: not make sense to me. Not to mention, like, she's probably going to do a YouTube behind the scenes vlog like she's done. Oh, yeah. You know, like all of that, like she's going to continue to milk this as much as she possibly can for as long as she possibly can. Like, it's just it's insane to me, the whole thing, all of it. It's just it drives my it makes my head spin because it's like the people that are still like riding for Bethany are, are crazy. But you know what the good thing is? This
1: happens while they're filming VPR, so we get to revisit oh yes. this in a couple of months. Yes. Oh, oh my god! And and <laughs> I'm Actually, going, I want
0: to see people's reaction. I'm going to Sheena's live show next weekend. Oh, perfect. oh, nice. Oh, Brock tagged us in a bit. I don't know who Brock. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, wait can he... we talk? Can we talk about that? Sheen, did you see the video?
2: Yeah. yeah, I loved that move. By the way, to say part
0: four is here, and then they drop her music video.
2: <laughs> it's um, that was
0: a good move. That was hilarious. Um, it's. Is that feedback coming from me or from... I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know. That, your face? that made Did you it just worse. slap your face? Who? Okay. Um, I loved the song. I thought Sheena Shea's new song, Apples, was so fucking good. Wow. Yeah, it was
1: It was really good. I listened to it while I was driving down the shore because uh, yeah, Steele's wife sent it to us. And uh, I started She's playing it for my, new my short chat. <laughs> It's called. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was great.
0: It's called no, apples. It's, it's nothing like good as gold. Like good as gold is like a poppy housewivesy type of song, right? This is like a legitimate it's hit song. song that you it's can song, hear song. on the radio and like actually like enjoy it. I was like, damn, Sheena came through. Yeah, yeah but, but we got Brock,
2: tagged. Brock tagged us. In, yeah, he I I don't tagged me too. too. Like, we were. We've never talked to Brock or Sheena before. So I was like, oh, cool. What's up, Brock? He, he tag- <laughs>
0: The funny thing was I didn't know what it was. He tagged me too, and I was like, what is this? I was like, he clearly wants me to repost it. So then I reposted it, and it wasn't until later, like later on, I think even like the next day, that I was like, what did he tag me in? And then I went to go look at it, and I was like, oh, it's Sheena's new song, Apples. I was like, this is actually a bop. We didn't yeah, know whatever his, until whatever his tactic it. was. It
1: worked. It worked really well. Listen, we reposted yeah. it. Too. This, the Dev song... goes, Did
2: you listen to the song? I was like, what song? She's like, you posted it. I was like, no, I didn't. She's like the Brock post. I was like, that was I don't know what that was. She's like, <laughs> I didn't a, either. It, she was new song. I was like, oh, cool. And then I clicked on it. It's
1: <laughs>
0: just an immediate repost. Same. Same. Because, yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, I guess because he didn't specify like what it was, but I guess it was like to intentionally leave it vague in the part four and the whole thing, you know?
2: Yeah, no, it was it was a good move. But like I said, we'd never even talked to him. So I was like, oh
0: cool, what's up, dude? Like <laughs> No, I get you, apples. How you like them apples. Everyone's leaving apples in the in the live chat. But it's good. It's good. Um, all right, shall we wrap? Is there anything else you wanted to discuss from the Rachel interview from Vanderpump Land that we didn't cover? No. No, uh, I, think I think we're we done with it all. for a while. Yeah, I'm I mean until this let's season take comes a
2: break. Out. Or until Bethany drops a secret part four bonus episode. I'm not listening. Behind let's, a paywall. Patreon. We just
1: all agreed not to listen.
2: Oh, you I did? Mean, yeah. Can I uh, – hold on. Before we leave this, 10113, Sarah, can you tell me why?
0: Yeah, what did you gain from the interview that was can actually you, good? Like what did yeah, you – Yeah, for our
2: listeners that aren't watching this live, Sarah said, I thought the interview was great. Can you actually – I'm not even trying to be an asshole right yeah. now. Can you tell me in three bullet points why you thought the interview was great? bullet points. i will wait yeah no i don't diet. want i don't want to read paragraphs i just want bullet points are quicker than paragraph you dumbass sarah Sarah no.
1: sounds like me on friday gaslighting you
2: oh i hate it you should uh, you should listen to our episode because this asshole literally just took the contrarian stance to piss me off and i ranted for like forty five oh, minutes perfect. i lost like five years of my life oh my god it's not perfect but i've gotten a lot of people say oh fucking los backed you up we have this like frequent commenter outdoor los who we like love hate And he commented, this was the most unhinged steal ever. Thanks for your service, shoots.
0: Mm. (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on.
2: Did you see the TikTok one? This woman uh, commented and said, Talk about closeted narcissistic behavior, trying to gaslight and push your friend into a reaction. Is that really the kind of friend you want? Wow. Hashtag team steal. <laughs>
0: wow.
1: <laughs> Wait, am I a closeted narcissist? Is that what I, I'm well, know, I, I defended
2: you? I said we've been friends for 16 years. Don't presume to know shooter or our friendship based on a podcast episode. Even, and then she <laughs> see, still, def- even when people support wow. you, you get mad at them. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to let him drag you, dude. I got you. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks.
0: Leisha says, let's Did talk you? about Lala's house because Rachel accused Lala of stealing the house that Brock wanted, which was right next door to Sheena.
2: Oh, what the fuck?
0: Which, like, what are we doing? Sheena came out and is like, that's not true either. And Sheena said she's going to address nah. it on her podcast this week, shenanigans. But I'm like, th- like, she was just throwing out such flippant comments but with like why? no regard for, and again, yeah, Why? why? Um, I don't
2: understand what the point was to try to drag everybody else. It makes no sense to me.
0: Brittany said, let's talk about Brock hitting his first wife and not seeing his kids. Then we'll address Rachel. Um, Brittany, we spent an entire season addressing all of those allegations. Lala dragged him. And if Lala bought his house, I think they're doing well. Like, I think yeah, their relationship is okay. Yeah. All like, of
2: us have discussed that. Whole we entire can't thing keep at going.
0: Length. Yeah, we can't keep going back and back. Yeah, I don't think I'm Sarah. i for Sarah to check. Yeah, me. I don't think Sarah ever told us yeah, what Sarah's done. I was like, all I'm right. out. She's like, you're gonna that make really me talk fine. about. You're gonna make me list the real reason I liked it. Peace, accountability. Or she's really no, typing
2: something up. Yeah, that could be. A no, two she's run. thinking
0: really hard. She's using all of those case, brain gonna cells gonna... to really think about what she liked about that interview. I'm gonna hit her with a
2: TLDR.
0: <laughs> Too
2: long, <laughs> didn't read.
0: Sorry that happened to you, or I'm really happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I just I. I don't think anybody that actually liked the interview knows why they liked it. They just want to be on the side of the non-popular opinion.
2: I'll tell you exactly why they liked it. They want to try to lean against like the every woman deserves a right to speak. Bethany's an advocate for this and that. It's ride or die, Bethany fans. And it's people that refuse to look at the actual content that they're spewing. Yeah. And they say, oh, she has a right to speak out. Yeah, none of us said she didn't. We said that the way she went about it was horseshit. But they want to spin it into this narrative that we're trying to silence a woman or that we're trying to keep people from speaking out on their own experiences, which is ridiculous. That's kind of what we all advocate for. And when we do interviews, even with people we don't like, we'll interview people we absolutely hate. You don't go into it with a vendetta against him. You go into it with, okay, we're going to break this down. We're going to figure out who you are, how you tick, and why you did what you did. Let's hear your side of things. We Mm -hmm. didn't get that at all. We got Bethany's narrative pushed onto Raquel.
0: I actually went into the interview wanting to listen to what Raquel had to say and wanting to be like, listen, let me give her a little bit. I dragged the bitch since she first came on our screen many, many years ago because I never liked her. There was something about her that I never liked. And my, my intuition proved me right, but I feel like you – know, I was like, you know what? She came out of treatment. She spent 90 days in there. I really want to hear what she has to say. And then within the first five minutes, I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? This is not like her taking accountability. This is not her owning up to her shit. This is literally just deflection and pointing the finger and victimizing herself. And that's – yeah, it's just – yeah, I just – I can't. As
2: somebody that spent 30 days in a treatment center for alcohol – As somebody that had to look inward for those 30 days, go to therapy, figure out my own shit, and really dive into my own psyche and like learn a lot about myself, I was so curious to hear what she had to say. I was so intrigued by what she could come out of that learning and teach so many people about. Even if you listen to that interview and it went well and you still don't like her afterwards, there's a lot that can be learned from somebody that went through something like that. And I was so excited to hear it genuinely. So I was like, wow, this perspective is gonna be really, really interesting. Instead, we didn't get that. We got her weirdly defending a lot of things. We got her taking the side of the victim. And this was a chance for her to come out as an actual mental health advocate. And that's what's sad. She really could have started a podcast from this. She really could have helped a lot of people from this. And instead she was Bethany's puppet. I hope Bethany's happy with herself because yeah. she fucking ruined of any chances. Yeah. yeah, I know she a and but do that's you- the thing too she is because she's now she's saying Number one podcast in the world. Well, oh, yeah. Why, though? Why, though? But why do you, do you think, have the number one podcast? Do you think Anybody that, Raquel, that got this interview would have.
1: But do you think that Raquel didn't dig deeper into her therapy because she didn't learn anything from it and she really didn't resonate with it, or do you think she didn't dig deeper because Bethany didn't let her? I,
0: I think, think it's it the former. It's a both. I think it's I the think former. It's the I, former. I, I No, mix. I think it's the former. I don't yeah. think, yeah, because if she really was evolved, she would have pushed, she would have not leaned into the stuff that Bethany wanted to lean into, and yeah. she would have yeah. focused more on, on the person that she is today. We didn't get any of that. Like, the thing is, and to your point, she could have leaned into coming out and saying listen we can all really fuck up and and become better as a result of it but yeah. she didn't do that instead she doubled down and leaned in on this like i i was entitled to screw your man because i didn't see longevity and we weren't really friends so why should i she give a
2: minimize the affair within the first five minutes of i was the like episode. what I was like, wow, this is the route we're going. That's because I think I texted Shooter in that moment and said, what the fuck am I listening to? That was after they said hi to
1: each other. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I did.
2: Yeah, actually. Hi. The the intro tells you everything you need to know about the Bethany Frankel podcast. Hi. Hi. What is that intro? What are we we doing? Like,
0: what the fuck? Like, put a little effort into it. Did you guys know that she created the Bethany Clause? Oh, she she created it? Bethany created the Bethany Clause. Because of Bethany, there's a Bethany Clause that every reality star that, now has to abide by.
2: I knew there was oh. a Bethany Clause. I didn't, I didn't know think she that created she created, created it. Yeah.
0: In her head, she she won't shut up about the Bethany Clause. All she talks about oh, is the Bethany Clause. She yeah. yeah, she
2: brought it up. Well, she, that was the really interesting part of the interview. And see what happens? We start talking. We keep going. She made so many things
0: about herself. Everything. So
2: many things about herself. I'm like why are you talking? I want to hear from Rachel.
0: I get what you're going through. I planned a wedding on television.
2: Yeah. What? What? How is that the same? What are you talking about? What are we doing here? Why are we? (laughs) Fuck.
0: It's literally insane. Um, i can't
2: but if anybody's wondering what i'm wearing around my neck um no I one's am, wondering they are i won my softball league i'm a champion this is my championship medallion so this is a gold medal in case you're wondering what i've been wearing this okay. whole time played
0: it does your chain hang low does it wobble to the flow does it how does that sound i haven't listened to that no, that, that, was it. that was good yeah, yeah you, got, you, got, you, did got you had did it, you throw it over your shoulder
1: <laughs> you want us no. to go for you
2: chain hang low, low. There, there That's we how go. We ended.
0: <laughs> Boom,
2: Sarah, you're a coward.
0: By oh the yeah, way. Sarah never yeah, answered. Sarah. Sarah never answered. That's right, hey, Sarah. coward. She's like, yeah, what you're, you're gonna the... make me yeah. think? Mm. I
2: can't yeah, no, justify no, it. No, Sarah.
0: I love that Zach oh, went off
2: on a commenter that made me feel better. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was I, at this point, I just don't have. Much patience for it anymore. It's like if you're going to come and like, then don't listen to my show. Colleen says it's worth a listen. I listen to most of her podcasts. She has great guests as well.
2: Who? Bethany? I won't. I won't listen to them. I didn't
1: know that Bethany had a podcast until this episode. Again. She I has she three re-wives.
2: podcasts. I knew she had Rewives. Shoot, she, I, she never has never three to. podcasts. She has and re-wives. they probably all.
0: Suck. She has Rewives, Bees rands, and Just Be. Ugh
2: and the, all the names suck You're and o for 3
0: and i think she like sits there and tapes for like 1 hour and then chops it up into three different podcasts and releases it on three different feeds we should do that
2: it's we- so <laughs> stupid
0: i'm like what you don't have three top pod- like what
2: we got Brav Bros, Brav Boys, and the Bro Bros.
0: Yep. Bravo Bros. <laughs> and, and we'll just run into the Bravo takes. Bros since everybody oh, yeah, calls, us that anyway. calls us that anyway. Bros hot takes, bros mild takes, and, <laughs> yeah, and different, and different bros levels. Like, steals yeah, bros brags. Steals brags. Yeah, steals humble brags. Oh. All right. Well, if they don't have three podcasts, but they do have one really good podcast, it may not be number one in the galaxy, but it is at the top <laughs> of my list. It's called the Bro bros podcast. You can catch steel and shooter. Um, how often are you guys releasing right now? Twice Wednesday a week
2: Wednesday and Friday, twice a week,
0: twice a week. So go Wednesdays and Fridays. Listen to the Bro bros podcast. And what other socials or shout outs do you want to give?
2: we got at brav underscore bros on all socials instagram twitter or x as we're calling it these days um and yeah x and tiktok it's brav underscore bros and subscribe all of you are watching this on youtube and every time we do this with zach we get a lot of views on the original video and not a lot of subs so go over to our page just click that subscribe button it does us a lot of good if you just click subscribe sub to our page
0: Yes, you can see their handle in the description below. So you can go click it. It's super easy. If you're watching this right now, click the link, click the handle and go subscribe to them on YouTube. Catch the Bra Bros podcast every Wednesday and Friday subscribe, leave them a good podcast review and let them know that you're loving their content. If you're loving me, you can follow me at Just Plain Zach all over the internet or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or you can listen to No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on all podcast platforms. You can also watch the podcast on Spotify or on YouTube. So subscribe on YouTube as well. Leave me some good reviews because we love the good reviews and or just drag Bethany if you want to drag her in some of the reviews. I'm here for that too drag sarah to sarah still has an answer to sarah i'm wow. waiting i'm gonna check my dms and refresh religiously because i'm waiting for you sarah all right oh look at there we go people are already subscribing to you guys i love it there right. we go thank you bros thank you guys i will talk to you later this week ciao for now bye.
2: oh yeah we will see you later
0: bye, bye guys